I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast, episode 15. You are listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with Dr. Abby Metcalf. Change your relationship even if your partner won't do a thing. Hey everyone, welcome to the Relationships Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Abby Metcalf, and as always, I'm so excited that you're here. I really am excited. I wish they had a you know, video of me as you're <laughs> listening to the podcast because you'd see that I'm excited, but hopefully you can hear it in my voice. So I love today's broadcast. Today, I'm going to teach you uh, one of my favorite, favorite things. This is the, my top nine tips for making mornings great, even if you have kids. So, you know, are mornings the bane of your existence? Is there nothing but fighting, yelling, rushing, and crying, not to mention how the kids act? Then <laughs> you want to listen today because these are my top nine tips for creating connection and love in your mornings. Now, if mornings are easy for you and you're never late for anything, you're always in a good mood when you leave your house at 8 a.m., then you don't need to listen to this and you can go back to your perfect life and you know I'll try not to hate you. Um, but for the rest of you who might be like me, who often feel like you're ready to pull your hair out by 8 a.m., I can help. I've got some very specific solutions to turn your mornings from frustrating to peaceful and from maddening to workable. And I'm not going to promise that you'll love mornings from now on. You know, I'm not totally crazy. But if you employ these nine simple rules, you'll find that mornings can be actually a pretty good way to start your day. I'm going to be talking a bit about this is really about couples with children here, mostly because, you know, I think couples without children are only late in the morning because they're too busy having sex in the kitchen table. So I, I have no sympathy for you. However, even if you don't have kids or you're single with kids, all these rules apply if you're suffering through your morning. So again, a lot of these have to do with kids, but not all of them do. As a matter of fact, the first uh, couple don't at all. So even if you just want to listen to the very beginning of this broadcast, you know, that'll be good too. So 
let's jump right in, right? I'm, I'm not someone who wastes, wastes your time. I like to jump right in and, and start talking about, uh, start getting our learn on, right? So my top nine tips or rules for making mornings a great start with rule number one, little drum roll. You know, I like to do a drum roll on my desk. You got to start with enough. Yeah. So we often wake up in the morning to the sound of the alarm clock blaring by the bed. And your very first word of the day is often a groan. And your first thought is usually that you didn't get enough sleep. This is no way to start your day. You're already behind. You already didn't get, quote unquote, enough. Do you know what this kind of thinking does to you? We feel the way we think. So if you're already thinking that you're tired, you didn't get enough sleep, that your life sucks, then you're going to start your day feeling impatient, frustrated, resentful, hopeless, any of these fun things. I want you to start training yourself to stop that thought in its tracks right away. The alarm goes off. You lean over. I also, I do a whole thing on this that I'm not going to get too into right now, but it's horrible, horrible to hit the snooze button. And I'll, I'll tell you a few reasons why very quickly right now. I want everyone out there listening to stop with the effing snooze. Stop. I'm going to just say it. Stop with the fucking snooze button. Just stop it. <laughs> stop it. The snooze button is the worst for a few reasons. From a, just a kind of mental psychological reason, you are, from the first thing you do in the morning, you're a loser. That's what you're telling yourself. Trust me. You know you're supposed to get up. You think you're supposed to get up and you don't. So the first thing you're kind of telling yourself subconsciously is that you can't keep even one simple uh, promise to yourself. You can't keep a commitment that you made first thing in the morning. Your commitments are already blown. This is not a good way to start the day. That's psychologically. Physically, actually what happens is that you start to go back into a deeper sleep. In the morning like this, when you're woken up like this, very quickly you start to go back into a deeper sleep. So when the alarm goes off in 10 minutes, you're actually already in a new sleep cycle. So when the alarm goes off again, this is why you end up hitting the snooze multiple times, not just usually once. You, yeah, you're like, how did you know, Abby? I know. Because you start to go in that deeper sleep. And what happens, this is horrible, is that you actually end up feeling sleepier when you actually get up. So when you wake up, when you finally stop hitting that damn snooze alarm, you're more tired than you would have been if you had just gotten up at six when it first went off. So even if you give yourself an extra hour, 20 minutes, whatever it is with the snooze, do not hit the snooze. So, and you end up with this sleep residue, with this tiredness residue all day, all day. So you will be much more awake. You will have a much better day if you just get out of bed. Stop hitting the snooze. And stop with the nasty attitude in the morning. Just get over yourself, put on your big boy pants, big girl pants, and start your day with enough. It is enough. If you didn't get enough sleep last night, guess what you got to do? Go to bed earlier tonight. Yeah, that's how it works. And I say this all the time. I'll say it again right here. Your day does not start when your alarm goes off. Your day starts when you set your alarm. That's when your day starts. When you set that alarm at night, when you go to bed, that is when your next day starts. And if you can get your ass to bed at the right time, and you know when that is, you will have a much better day in the morning. 
The problem is that our willpower is drained by the end of the day. We we feel like a lot of times, especially as parents, that's our only time for ourselves after the kids are in bed and we finally have a minute. You know, I, yeah, I get it, but you're not helping yourself. And, there, and it ends up in this horrible cycle because you start to feel that way because you're tired and overwhelmed or exhausted, but... And then you don't, you sleep till the very last second the next day and, and it starts the cycle all over again. Instead of just getting up on time, you'll have more energy during the day. You'll maybe actually be able to take a few minutes for yourself during the day and really keep yourself together and not be so rushed and crazed. You know, how you start your day is really, really important, but what time you go to bed at night is really probably the most important. So make sure you get a good night's sleep as best as you can, get your sleep in. I am not going to do a whole thing here about how much how much sleep you need. We know from the research that children um, need nine and a quarter hours. That's the golden rule for them. You as an adult, you know, I tell people anywhere between six and eight is pretty great. So getting six, I would say, is on the lower end of that. But some people only need six. I don't think they're the majority. I think they're the minority. You know yourself. I, I need personally about seven and I do well, um, about seven hours. If I can get eight, it's great. But when I get seven, I feel good. I'm, I'm strong. I feel pretty good, but I go to bed early cause I get up really early. And this is just one of the things I have to do to make my life work. So you have to figure that out for you. So rule number one, tip number one for making mornings great is to start your day with enough. Okay. Tip number two, and this is I just, I talk about this all the time. I know you're sick of hearing it, but that's too bad. (laughs) If you're listening, you're going to hear it again. Tip number two is you have to set your intention for the day. So generally there's a, there's a tone in mornings that centers around getting stuff done. And I think, especially for all the women out there, you know what I'm talking about. This Again, it's mostly women and moms, but men and dads are included here too. You know, it definitely can be you also, so excuse any sexism, but women are generally in charge of getting the kids ready and out of the house in the morning, in my experience, and all the people I talk to, you know, making breakfast, preparing lunches, coordinating the upcoming day, all that. It tends to be on the women. And this focus on getting stuff done creates frustration, high expectations, anger, and most damaging, it creates controlling behavior. So yeah, of course, there are things that need to happen in the mornings, but I want you to stop and take a minute and think about why are you doing all this? Why are you so focused on getting all this stuff done? Why is it? It's because, think about it right now. See, I'm giving you a little pause there, a pregnant pause as I'm talking. (laughs) It's because you want everyone to get where they need to go with everything they need to get it done. Isn't that correct? Don't you, you want everybody to get where they need to go with whatever tools, whatever things they need to get it done. So it's because you love them. You love these people in your house. I know they're driving you crazy because it's the morning, but you love them. The problem is that this loving motivation often gets lost in the mornings. And I know I can just raise my hand for being a control enthusiast you know, someone who really likes, I'm very organized. You know, I think everyone else should be organized. You know, have things in a little row. So I need you to focus instead of on focusing on getting things done, you know, getting stuff done. Instead, I want you to set an intention every morning of loving service. I want you to consciously tell yourself that you'll be loving, patient, and kind to yourself and all of your family members 
every single morning. She's going to get out of bed at the right time. You're going to, the alarm's going to go off. You are not going to have in your head that you didn't get enough sleep and all that crap. You're not going to be, oh, groaning, oh, morning suck. Get over yourself. It's morning. It happens every day. I mean, you got to be used to it by now. What are you, surprised it's morning? Come on. It happens every single friggin' day. So you get out of bed, you have this different kind of mindset, and then you set an intention of loving service to your family. Not on, oh, I got to get the kids up, I got to go here, I got to do this, got to do this, got to do this, got to get breakfast, da, da, da. Stop. Friggin' stop. Just stop. Get in your moments. Take a breath, a mindful breath. <sighs> do a little shoulder shrug that I've taught in other, you can listen to other <laughs> uh, podcasts if you don't know the shoulder shrug, and just take a moment and really focus on the why. You love these people. My job, you know, I really see it in the morning is of being of service to my family because it's something that brings me joy to to have everyone leave the house in a good mood as much as possible. You know, kids are going to school. How happy can they be? But um, (laughs) really getting everybody in the right frame of mind um, before they go. So this whole idea of, yeah, there are things to do, But your actions and words will flow from your loving intention instead of a need to get shit checked off the list. So you'll be more self-aware, relaxed, and thoughtful instead of on controlling autopilot where your only agenda is checking off what's on that list. Think about it. I really want you to think about your mornings. And you know I'm right. I mean, I can't imagine I'm the only woman in the world like this. I don't think I am or a person in the world like this. You know, I get into that controlling autopilot and I just have this list of what has to happen. I'm looking at the clock and blah, 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 and I'm rushing. And so, yeah, we get to school on time. I get everybody out the door at the right time, you know, every day. And that's going to bring us to another tip a little later about consistency. But, you know, all that happens, but it doesn't feel so controlling. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't mornings where my kids just, you know, or myself or whatever, just a mess or things just aren't rolling the way they should. But I am saying that the vast majority of the time, things do roll the way they should. Because again, I have this intention. I'm really clear about it. You know, when you're in a state of getting things done, you're in a controlling mind frame. And when the people around you feel that you're trying to control them, they react just like you react when someone's trying to control you. So they act out, they act passive aggressively. Haven't you had a child, you know, taking, putting on their shoes for 12 hours, you know, so passive aggressive, right? (laughs) Or just plain aggressive. They might be barking at you and, and I hate you and I don't want to hear this or whatever. They get defensive, they ignore you, or any number of other behaviors you don't like. If you think about it, when someone is, again, trying to control you, you probably act just like your kids or your hubby or whoever's in the house do, right? Even your dog can get, can get, uh, <laughs> can get passive aggressive. No, can they? I don't know if dogs can. Dogs are so sweet. Anyway, I think it depends on the kind of dog you have. So think about this. Have you ever walked down a street? I say this all the time, but I really want you to think about it right now. And you ever walked down the street and you saw someone coming towards you and you suddenly became very vigilant? Maybe you watched them closely. Maybe you felt your heart rate speed up or you even crossed the street to get out of their path. You don't do this with every person coming towards you on the street. So so why this person? It's because you picked up on an energy they were giving off. You picked up on their intention. And your family members pick up on your intentions too. Your loved ones pick up on your intention all the time. So they pick up what you're laying down. 
So to be very conscious and really thoughtful about what we're laying down, about what we're thinking about, what our intention is, is huge, 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 huge. So I really want you to think about this. If you do nothing else, if you do these first two tips, your mornings will completely change. So I just want to say that uh, completely. Okay. Now let's get on to tip number three. Okay, you ready? So tip number three is get things ready the night before. All right, this is big. And I don't care, again, if you have kids or not. I'm going to kind of talk about like you have kids. So make time every evening to pull things together for the next day. It's a simple strategy and it works. Now, this could be a multitude of things, like obviously making lunches to some degree. You can't make them too much because they get soggy and weird, but making lunches maybe, getting backpacks packed, you know, homework books, pens, whatever. I also find getting them unpacked is important. I find crap in my kids' backpacks that's just downright terrifying. Um, get the backpacks near the front door, right? Get them near the front door. So, you know, any of that. So again, the bonus is cleaning it out, uh, your child's backpack every night. (laughs) You know, again, finding those permission slips they forgot, wrappers from the candy they shouldn't have eaten, and a multitude of other sins and interests you should know about anyway. So getting those together. Um, Other ways to get ready the night before is finding shoes in the morning is sometimes huge with my kids. So making sure I know where they are the night before is pretty big. Uh, I lay out like my gym clothes because I work out every morning. So I have everything laid out the night before. I don't want to be digging in my drawers for what I need to wear. But if you don't work out in the morning, maybe just making sure that you kind of know what clothes you want to wear the next day, that you have things clean, that you're not surprised. Uh, You know, does your... Does your son or daughter have baseball practice the next day? Get all the gear, the cleats, the uniform ready to go because you know that otherwise you'd be looking in the dirty clothes hamper for 15 minutes in the morning, right? So anyway, all of these things are great, great ways to get ready the night before. In any way, if you do a special reading in the morning, if you have a project due, if you know, where's your computer? Where's the plug for the computer? Where, you know, all of these pieces... And I try to stand for a minute and really think about, I look at my schedule the next day and I try to think, oh, what am I going to need for that? What am I going to need for this? What, you know, think of my kid's schedule. What are they going to need for these kinds of things? And I put those things together. Really, really important. Okay, so getting on to tip number four for making mornings great uh, is have one person in charge of mornings. So if you're listening to this, it's probably you uh, who's in charge of mornings, but you know, it, it might not be, it might be someone else, but either way, have one person in charge. You know, often in our efforts to share responsibilities, things get lost in the shuffle and then we end up arguing. So If you're a stay-at-home parent and your partner's going to work, then make it your job to be in charge of the mornings and track all the pieces. This doesn't mean, you know, your partner can't wake up with the children or can't wake them, but if you're in charge, then you follow up and make sure everyone is actually up and where they need to be. If you both work outside the home, you know, pick a person to, I call it drive the family bus, you know, pick someone to be in charge in the morning. I will say this. I have some couples who'll say to me, oh, well, you know, I'm in charge on Mondays and he's in charge on Tuesdays and she's in charge on Thursdays or whatever. I I don't know that that 
works as well. Um, if you can, I would just have the same person in charge every morning because there's certain ways that the mornings go that just makes it a little easier. And again, if you don't have kids, you don't necessarily need one person in charge of the mornings. Although I have couples who don't have kids who still love this tip because there's walking the dogs and cleaning, cleaning up after making breakfast and putting away the dishes and, you know, putting up a load of laundry. There's all these things that sort of happen in the morning. And sometimes it's really nice to have somebody who just kind of takes it on. Uh, it's a really nice thing if you can make breakfast for your partner, for example, or always be in charge of the coffee or something like that. And remember, again, not to get in, into keeping score. This isn't about, oh, all right, I'm doing this, you do that. You know, we're, we're exactly even. I actually think it's just easier if one person just kind of takes it. And that's been my experience all these years. For sure, though, if there's children in the house, put one person in charge, just have that person. So again, your partner might wake the kids up, um, which is great, but don't then go after your partner about, are the kids up? What's going on with the kids? Whatever. Just go check. (laughs) Just go look at the kids. You can see if they're up and go from there. So uh, that's tip number four. Have one person in charge of the mornings. Tip number five, it's good enough. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, it's good enough. So, you know, a big part of the whole thing, and definitely, you know, tip number three of getting ready the night before and of, the, you know, setting your intention. I mean, all the tips I've just mentioned is to have in mind that some things are good enough. If you're partner, roommate, or child is willing to help, then let them help and don't say anything but thank you. When, if you're putting someone else in charge of the morning or you're, you know, putting someone else in charge of something, just say thank you. Don't get into, you know, any, any piece of where you're thinking, oh, they did it, but they didn't do it right. Don't do that. Thank you is the only words out of your mouth. (laughs) So, and if your child's willing to put away the dishes or wipe the counters and they do a crappy job, but if they're willing to do it, let it be. Good enough is really important. So they might not follow through or get things done the way you would, but they're not doing it wrong. They're just doing it differently. I'm going to repeat that. Just because, you know, someone's doing something and you would have done it differently, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean they're doing it wrong. They're just doing it differently. And if you can keep that in your head, it really helps. So don't judge or criticize how your partner or someone else in the home does something. I think it's amazing when people are willing to help. That's the bomb. I am always amazed that 
you know, my children don't see a full garbage can when I tell them to clean the bathroom and it's like overflowing onto the floor and they don't clean it up, that it's just people have different things that they see. And I know it seems impossible that they didn't notice all the dog poop in the backyard or that your partner walked over it or whatever. I understand. I do. I feel your pain. I've been there. And we have to get over that it has to be done a certain way or that it doesn't matter. And this does mean, you know, letting go of a lot of control, which, you know, for someone like me, who's a control enthusiast, that's not the easiest thing. And I'm going to ask you to really think about this stuff and really think about what's important. And I got to tell you, having, you know, the, the, counters wiped down a certain way or, you know, that pot cleaned exactly right or whatever. At the end of the day, these are not the things. These just are not the things to take up a lot of your time and attention. So, or I look at it as, okay, I told them, you know, maybe to clean the bathroom or to do something and they didn't do it well. And, but now I have, at least it's less work to do. Um, so maybe I go in the bathroom and I just have to do a quick wipe and empty the garbage can. I don't have to do as much, right? I don't have to do as much stuff. So good enough is good. Okay. So that was tip number five. Tip number six of my top tips is, and this is one of my favorites and I've been doing it forever. Give yourself an extra 15. Okay. So I want you to start waking up about 15 minutes earlier than you normally do or more if needed, but let's start with 15 minutes. And I want you to get yourself completely ready before you start with the kids, before you start with anything else. So again, this is a tip for people who have children. The rest of the morning is then focused on them and getting them from point A to point B as lovingly and patiently as possible, not on running back in to do your you know, makeup or get your tie on correctly or getting your own self together in any way. You're the adult I know, sorry, I was upset when I learned this too, but apparently I'm the adult. And so it's, it's, it's my job to act like one even in the mornings. And that might mean getting up earlier than I wanted to. But that whole idea, I have to tell you of me, and I've been doing this a long time now, I get up, um, I get up pretty early because as many of you know, listen, I work out really early in the morning and then I go shower. I do my, I I used to have an hour of power. I don't have that anymore, Um, but I definitely take time and I meditate and I spend time, you know, reading something that's, you know, motivating or inspiring in some way. I write down my goals. I do this whole little thing in the morning and I spend that time. It's really important. And I get up friggin' early. I do. I get up very early in the morning. But when I go to wake up my kids, I am completely ready. My makeup is on, my jewelry, I mean everything except my shoes. Literally everything is on except my shoes. And so I am just really ready to be there with them. So I'm, you know, waking them. Maybe I start, I don't know, putting away the dishes or something or doing something else. And then I wake them again. And if you have teenagers, you know what I'm talking about. But, you know, we sort of have our morning routine and I'm not nuts. You know, I'm not crazed running around like a lunatic. So the energy in my house when we, when everybody's, you know, moving is very different because my energy is different. I am fully, fully together. Now, it takes me a lot longer than 15 minutes to get ready. Um, If some of you only take 15, God bless you. But I say 15 just to get started. I don't know what you like to do in the morning. You might just need to, you know, 
put a hat on or put your hair in a ponytail or whoever you are, you know, and, and just throw on some sweats, that might be you. I go to work right after I drop off my children. So I, I can't do all that. I, I, I need to be ready <laughs> when all that happens. How, but that 15 minutes of just, even if it's so you can put on your hat or put your hair in a ponytail and make a cup of coffee if you drink coffee, whatever it is, just to get yourself together so you're not leaving. So when I'm going in, you know, if I tell the kids to brush their teeth, I actually follow them into the bathroom and watch them brush their teeth because I have time to do it. I'm not screaming it from another end of the house. And that really makes for a different morning. It, I'm telling you right now, it completely changes the game. And this really goes with tip number seven. Uh, these are kind of together, which is wake the kids up earlier than you think you need to. Now, this is huge. So between me being actually ready, tip number six, me being actually ready because I gave myself that extra time, 15 minutes or more, and waking the kids up earlier than they need to. So I notice a lot of parents wait till the very, very, very last second to get their kids up. Now, this is usually because the parents are rushing around like maniacs and they they, they're not ready. So they're not ready to get up the kids. And so when you do tip number six and you get yourself ready, this next tip, tip number seven becomes easier. But I want you to really experiment with waking the kids up a little earlier than usual. So you can have a more relaxing morning. 15 minutes of less sleep is better than them sleeping to the very last minute. If it makes everything easier and there's no crazy rushing around. Now, you know, there's lots of research about the detrimental effects of stress on kids. And one of the biggest stressors kids report is being rushed by their parents. Now, this isn't just in the mornings, just to be clear, but, but mornings are one of them. It's more stressful for them to be rushed than to get a little bit less sleep. Now, you'll have time to wake them up as gently as possible if you have this extra time, like I do. I, you know, I really can go in, I... You have a minute to sit on the bed and, you know, I rub my son's back a little to wake him up or maybe I, you know, chat with my daughter a little as I, you know, more lovingly rouse her. By the way, they're, if you like to kiss your kids or, you know, snack on them, I call it, <laughs> if you like to kind of, you know, chew on your kids. Um, and I have old, you know, my kids uh, are in their teens now, so early, 12 and 14 they are right now as I'm recording this. And they, they definitely... Uh, you know, they're not like so into, especially my son, right. Being hugged and kissed and all that. And, but when they're sleeping in bed, it's a really easy time to do that. So I'm just going to throw that out there. They can't fight back very well. So, uh, but it is really, and I actually, I can tell they like it cause they're smiling. It's just a very nice time to sort of say hi and good morning and, you know, really kind of be with them for a minute. And this is, it might be in stark contrast to your usual yelling up the stairs to wake them or going in five different times until they're finally up, right? I actually do stay in there until they're really roused. Um, it's occasional that they fall back when, once I leave, but not usually. Usually I kind of get, I really just sit there until, okay, you're up. You, I've, got eye, I've got eye contact. They're really up. So, and the next thing we often do is we go sit on the couch, and we kind of hang out on the couch, and I call it snuggle time. My son would die hearing that, um, and he admittedly doesn't snuggle as much as he kind of leans in, but you get the idea. And we just have this kind of quiet time on the couch where we sit quietly and chat about, how, you know, I don't know, how they slept, the dreams they had, plans for the day or the upcoming weekend, you know, whatever, whatever we could talk about. And we just sit there for maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, and then you know, for me, I say, okay, it's time for me to make breakfast. You know, what would everybody like? And of course I list all the things we have for breakfast, which is the same damn thing every day, but they like to hear the list. 
And then, you know, while they sit on the couch, actually, and are kind of mellow, I do go in and start making breakfast, and I have kind of an open floor plan so I can see them while I'm cooking, and I start talking to them, and we chat a little. They rouse a bit. And then, you know, they st- and then it's time to eat, and I'm watching the clock. So I'm watching the clock, making sure, okay, it only takes me a few minutes to get breakfast down. They come sit. You know, we have kind of like a little... Um, raised bar kind of area where they sit and eat their breakfast. We chat some more. And I just sit there with them the whole time because I don't have to go get ready because I'm already ready. So I just stand there and I have this time with my children. I'm not going to see them all day. All day I'm gone. And we talk about, I don't know if they have a test that day or, you know, do we have practice after school or someone have an orthodontist appointment or, you know, we just sort of chat about what we have to think about and what we have to know about what they need to bring with them, that kind of thing. And then... After they're done eating breakfast, you know, then they, of course, go get dressed, they brush their teeth and hair, and we're out the door. And again, I'm available to go in. Or have, are they really brushing their teeth or just saying they're brushing their teeth? No one needs that, you know, breath in the morning. Um, you know, I'm kind of right there with, oh, is my whatever ready from the washing machine? I can go check, you know, that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm, it, and I clean up the breakfast dishes or whatever, but I'm really, you know, hanging out. And then I supervise all of this and as patiently as warmly and as warmly as possible, I keep everyone on task because, um, you know, kids, otherwise every shiny thing they encountered would add 10 minutes to the morning. So I'm just sort of keeping them on task and then we get out the door and that's how the morning goes. And I just, I can't, I can't impress enough how it's really, really great to start your morning that way instead of in the rushing craziness because it's just, it's stress, it's, Really, if you don't care if about yourself, I can. I guess I can handle it. But kids care, and they really don't like being rushed. So it's really, really important. Okay, uh, tip number eight for my top nine tips here. Tip number eight is walk, don't yell. Uh, that's my tip number eight. So don't yell from another room, no matter what. If you need your partner or child to do something. Stop what you're doing and go talk to them face-to-face. Again, if you get yourself up a little earlier, this was easier. The yelling from room to room, it is so jarring, especially for mornings. I mean, anytime really, but especially mornings. And again, if you're running so late that you're rushed and you feel like you need to yell, I really want you to rethink your morning routine and wake up earlier. Do more the night before or get rid of some of what you think needs to get done in the mornings. So, and I do want you to think of that. People really, that prep the night before is so, so important. I say all the time, I'll repeat it again. I said it earlier in the broadcast. Your day starts when you set that alarm at night. You know, when you go to bed on time as as much as you can, it really starts that next day better because you've gotten more sleep. I, I, I understand it doesn't always feel like enough, but get over that. And you're out of bed and you're really ready to start your day differently. And the whole day goes different. When you're you know, rushing around and yelling, you're releasing cortisol, which is a stress-inducing hormone. You're, reduce, you know, you're releasing uh, adrenaline into your system, these things that you do not need. And by the way, that are, that are wearing on your heart, wearing on your health, it's, there's nothing good that comes of it. So really, again, I, you know, I move with purpose in the morning. It's not like I'm sitting around you know, with my feet up eating bonbons, but I move with purpose and you know, things move along, 
but I'm not crazy rushed. It's just, that's the difference. So that yelling and whatever, just again, be mindful, stop what you're doing, walk to the person. If your house is that big, get a friggin' walkie talkie or something or get a intercom. Uh, my house is not that big, so that's not our issue. Uh, but you know, go, go see people face to face. You're not going to see these people all day. You're not going to see your partner all day. You're not going to see your kids all day. It's a time to truly connect. Okay. And my last tip is tip number nine is to create a consistent routine. And this is huge. You want to create a consistent overall routine for mornings that you do every single morning, every morning, at least during the week, Monday through Friday, this is the morning you do. Routines are your saving grace because you don't have to make decisions all morning, every morning. This And when I say routine, I mean even what you eat for breakfast or what you offer for breakfast, what you make, when you walk the dog, how, you know, if you pick up the poop or not in the morning, you know, whatever. All of these things I want to be a really consistent routine. I want to remind you, and I do this in another broadcast, but that your decisions are what drain your willpower. So, and you start your day, you know, willpower is an exhaustible resource and you start your mornings every morning with the most willpower pretty much that you're going to have for the day. And over the course of the day, all the decisions you make, all the frustrations you have, all the, you know, all that angst that wears out your willpower all day long. So the less decisions you can make in the morning and the less angst you have and the least frustrations you have starting your day, the more willpower you're going to have to, you know, work out at lunch or resist that donut in the, at two in the afternoon, not need so much coffee just to get through the day, that kind of thing. And this, so this is really what you need to think about. So I want you to create this overall routine for your mornings. The kids will get in the flow. There'll be way less issues and drama. If it's the same every morning and they know what to expect, they'll actually just start doing it. My kids know after, after breakfast, I don't have to tell them to go brush their teeth and get dressed. They just go do it. They know. It's, we've been doing it for years this way. So they just go do it. I do, there's less kind of angst and, and push and pull and push back and all that crap. So, and as they settle into the routine, they'll stop pushing back because they know what to expect and it never changes. And again, this is something that, you know, you like it. I like it. We all like it when things, when we know what to expect and we know what's next, it just feels good and it makes things easier. So that's it. There you have it. These are my top nine tips for creating connection and love in your mornings. We started with rule number one, start with enough. Set your intention, get things ready the night before. Tip number four was having one person in charge of the mornings. Five was remembering that it's good enough. Whatever you're doing, it's good enough. Whatever they're doing is good enough. And then really what I think are super important ones are giving yourself that extra 15 minutes at least so that you can get ready before everybody else. Waking the kids up earlier than they need to be uh, up, you know, so that you can have, again, just a little earlier so you can have more of a flow. Tip number eight was about walking and not yelling. And tip number nine was about creating a consistent routine. That's right. So that there you have it. Those are my top nine tips for these wonderful mornings that they no longer have to be the bane of your existence. <laughs> Nobody has to cry anymore. No more yelling and fighting and, and dropping everyone off and just being so fed up. And instead, really starting with this connected time, this fulfilling time, and really seeing it like that, seeing it as something special. 
So that's it for today's broadcast. Thank you so, so much for listening in. I know you have a lot of choices and I love that you're here. It really means a lot to me um, to have you listening and spending your time with me. It's just, it's the best. I have the best job in the world. And I want to remind folks that you can uh, go to the website if you want to get my communication crash course for couples. It's for free and it's right there on the homepage. Just put in your uh, email. Obviously, I don't share your email with anyone and uh, your first name and you can get the communication crash course sent right to your inbox. All right, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast at www.abbymedcalf.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.